This is not going to be the intro to every show, guys. What? No. Why not? Because, no. It's what? not, it's not a late 90s wedding. There could be some people listening right now that have not heard the show before. You know, we're back in the radio is, this side. Is, this is the impression that you want to leave with, huh? Return of the Mac. Again, God's is very busy. Does a lot. Realizes the show's about to start and he has not picked a song to start the show with. <laughs> if you'd like to be an intern for Levesque God. I'm turning it off. <laughs> please. Smooth. <sighs> Nailing that fade down button, huh? When do we do we are we gonna what? do interns? Is that a thing? I would love to have an intern. You can apply at I think iHeartMediaCareers.com. If you have I don't know how the intern stuff works here at iHeart. I have a feeling I do, but I will confirm that. We I can't just go find an intern. I believe you need college credit these days. Well, yeah, I mean obviously there's rules, but like if I have somebody who wants to be an intern and and they, they check the boxes, do they still have to go do the whole you know, song and dance, or we just bring them in, sign some papers, and get them in here. There's a song and dance involved for sure. I used right. to, Levac, you and I used to run the interns at our old place. You ran the interns at our old by, place. By running the interns, I mean uh, making sure the paperwork was correct and <laughs> going through their professors and advisors. That is not my role here. But if you are interested in interning or you have a nephew or a niece who would like to do that, reach well, out to guys, me. Guys, corporate's on the phone. They said that is now your role as well. You are also doing that now. <laughs> Add that to your list of daily duties. And yes, I said duties. Uh, Speaking about interns, Tuesday we have one of our interns joining us, which I'm very excited about. Uh, I will not. I'll not be here though. I'll be remote in this in this scenario. That's true. I got yelled at. So before we get into the Knicks trying to drag me kicking and screaming back into believing, um, I got yelled at by one of our old friends, uh, Jay Larkin, who works over at uh, Schenectady County Community College who has uh, long promised to make a Levac and Goss beer and has never, never followed through. There's no Levac and Goss beer that I'm aware of at this point. This is the longest running thing with you and I, this beer. Yeah. I don't think there's anything that has gone years plus of this will happen and hasn't happened yet involving Professor Larkin. I'll even show him some respect here. Mm. Professor Larkin and the wonderful students at Schenectady Community College. They tried to give me a hard time because I'm going on vacation, he said, already. But I booked my vacation in November, and you told me the show was going to start in April. So this is this is everyone's fault but mine, if we're being clear. And it's 2023. Just because someone may not be in a certain place doesn't mean content cannot be created. You listening right now, you will hear Levac and Gaz next week. I'll be on some of it. I'm very. It's Disney. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna stop. Like Disney is too expensive for me to stop my day and do this. I, I love you guys. I love all of you. But it's, you know, if yeah. it was cheap, like if I was going to like, you know, Six Flags, I might be like, all right, everybody go do the roller coasters. I'm going to do this. But no. The idea of you giving a take about the Knicks on Space Mountain is hilarious. <laughs> I think they're really bad. <laughs> Why did they do that to me? Get out of this way. Actually, you know what? Being a Knicks fan is a roller coaster. It is 100% roller coaster. I did not expect the effort that we got from them. My, my play of the day last night was the under. Um, if they had, if they had performed like normal, I would have, I would have crushed the under, but they went out there and they played, they played, uh, just inspired hoops and Jalen Brunson is worth every penny. He, he might've been a bargain for anybody who was like, I can't believe the Knicks are spending all this money on Jalen Brunson. You believe it now? You believe it now? 48 minutes, never left the floor, 38 points. True hustle the entire game. 
Quentin Grimes also played 48 minutes. People are going to try and like make it about <clears throat> he only had eight points, but he played defense. He hit key shots. He did everything he needed to do out there for 48 minutes. Tibbs is insane. Tibbs is that trainer who thinks like, you know, what is it? What's the old say the Marines use? Pain is weakness, losing your, leaving your body. Sweat is your fat crying. Like he's just, he's keep going. Just keep going. Of the starting five, Mitchell Robinson had 26 minutes. No one else had under 36. And that's Jalen, that's, I'm sorry, Julius Randle. And Julius Randle, while he wasn't on the floor in the, in the second quarter was the 15-2 run that put the Knicks back in this. So there, he hit the three to end the first half, which was great. He had some big plays. He did he did what he needed to do to contribute to the win. But the ball moves faster and more when he's not on the court. Love the win, 112-103. Got to go, uh, go do this in Miami on Friday. Then you get a chance to win a game seven at Madison Square Garden. I, I'm not going to – I'm not, not doing it. Not dragging me. Just when I thought I'm out and they try to pull me back in, I'm going to keep walking. I'm going to keep – I don't believe they're going to win the next game, guys. I don't. That description you just had of Julius Randle is so spot on. We've heard the term ball stopper and not in the sense of a defensive way. There's three players that quickly jump out to me when we talk about ball stoppers in more recent time. Randle, Russell Westbrook, Carmelo Anthony. And if you want to put John Morant in that conversation as exciting as he is, there are times, especially in the sport of basketball, when you get a player that is so super talented and he's your star option one where, okay, get out of his way, let him go make a play. That's what Julius Randle is. What you just said there about more ball movement, more big shots, more threes. It was a better offensive flow for the Knicks without Julius Randle on the court. Is he still one of their top players? Absolutely. Also from just a, I want to call it theatrics. And theatrics might be the theme of today's show with some of the action we saw across the sports world last night. But the actual viewing pleasure of Knicks basketball without Randall on the court is yeah. much better. Yeah. Like as a fan consuming More the product. Exciting. Oh my god. There was there were some moments in the first and fourth quarter of that game, especially. And I think I was texting you about this too. I said, I'm so glad I'm not an NBA ref. I'm so glad I'm not officiating this I game. I would have ta- I would have gladly taken you over the ref crew in that game. That that crew was terrible. They were bad. I'm just watching. I'm like, that's a foul. Oh, no whistle. Okay. Well, that, well, that's a foul. But there was a stretch where four guys got fouled. I'm like, oh, and it was both teams. There's, there's a part of it where you let the guys play. Competitive, physical basketball, the highest level, battling for a conference final spot. That's great. It was destroying the action on the court. But yeah. New York wins. They find a little bit more offense without Randall. They're going to push the series now to a game six. They stay alive. The optimistic Nick fan has more hope and here you and I sit following that action and you led the show off saying it potentially New York fooling us into thinking they got a chance still left in this series in order for them to win in Miami you now need more than just you need Jalen Brunson to do this you need 40 plus minutes 35 plus points you need RJ Barrett to give you 38 minutes, 26 points might not be enough. Like I always like, I like to look at the points and I like to look at the, the differential. Most important is watch the game. Cause when you, if you, if you just look at these stats and you didn't watch the game, you don't realize how much Grimes really contributed to this W. The eight points is, is one thing, but he contributed Mitchell Robinson. The fact that he hit 
some free throws when he never hits free throws like he's he's Shaq on the free throw line that's who he is and they caught him walking off the court yelling foul this or foul that which I gotta imagine somebody's already putting together you like that foul that um this these all these things need to come in but everyone's gonna need to do more because there's no way Butler wants to go back to Madison Square Garden uh, Kevin Love is not going to go 0 for 7 from three-point range. 2 for 10 from, from, from the court. Like, it's not – these things aren't going to happen again. So, you got to do what you did plus 15, 16 more points. Is that going to be Randall? I don't I don't think so. Is that Obi-Wan? Is it is Grimes? It, is, it, is Grimes going to – you know, Grimes is banged up too. Like, that's the other thing. Too. Like, this is – this no-rest version, like – I hate the workload management stuff as a fan simply because I feel for the person who goes to the game hoping to see Jalen Brunson, but it's his workload management. Like the last game of the regular season, I went to, I brought my daughter and her boyfriend to their first ever Knicks game. And it was awesome. Jalen Brunson and Julius Randle were out. They were getting ready for the playoffs. It's it's a fun lineup. It actually moves even faster without everybody, believe it or not. But they would have won if Jalen Brunson played. <clears throat> a meaningless game, but whatever. I also understand the meaningless game and the workload management. You guys be ready. This team is work. There's no other. It's just that's all it is. Like, just go. Like, 48 minutes for two different guys. You know, when you're <laughs> – when the, the biggest – when Hartenstein is your biggest – It's pronounced Hartenstein. Hartenstein. Uh, 22 minutes off the bench. And – he actually adds up to what Hart McBride and Toppin got together. <laughs> they had 22 minutes. He had 22 minutes. That's 44 total minutes coming off your bench. It's a lot. That's a lot for your for your starters. So who's gonna who's gonna do more? Because you're not gonna do you can't you're not gonna win with this effort. You got to do more. It's a beautiful Thursday. It feels both you and I have the same take on this series. It's a head over heart take. You and I both would love the Knicks to win this series for New York sports fans, for the voice of the Capital Region sports fan right here at Fox 95.9 and 980. We want the Knicks to win. It's great for everybody, especially Knicks fans who have waited for this moment. So our heart doesn't feel like it's going to happen, but our heads feel like this is still Miami's series to win. But with all that being said, I just mentioned the weather. I mentioned how nice it is outside. Let's be a little optimistic. Can you entertain me a little bit here, LeVac? Can you imagine, let's say the Knicks push this to a game seven. Yes. Hell, let's say the Knicks pull this thing off. Isn't this a franchise-changing series victory? Like, if they can actually do this, the talk of how bad or how maybe disappointing is the better term there, how disappointing the Knicks have been over the last 25 years the late 90s, or the eighth seed run they had, they got to the finals with Ewing, and they lost to Tim Duncan and the Spurs in that run. This could be a, oh, this is not the Knicks of the last 25 years. Oh, Brunson and Tibbs and Randall and this whole new regime of management, decision makers. This has changed the way we think about the Knicks for the next five to ten years. I don't think that's a hyperbole or an exaggeration that if they pull off this comeback, this could be a complete franchise-changing series win. For some cross-comparisons here in sports, I know this one's going to first make you puke, but it is very Red Sox-like, 
where the Red Sox come back against the Yankees and they had more success going forward post that comeback. People viewed them differently. The Kansas City Chiefs. The Chiefs hadn't won a Super Bowl for 50-plus years. They make a comeback in the AFC title game long ago. Cannot believe, I believe that was against the Titans and the Texans in that first Super Bowl run, down by double digits in both those games, and they changed the way in which we viewed the Chiefs. So we've seen this happen. And Virginia, how they lost to a 16 seed, and they come back and win the title the next year. The Knicks could be placed in that same type of category if they can pull this thing off. And I don't think that's hyperbole to say that. You ever see the movie Celtic Pride? Wait, wait. Celtic Pride where they steal the best player? Yes. Yes. Dan Aykroyd, Daniel Stern, Kidnap. Um, I can't think of his name off the top of my head. I want to say it's Marlon Waynes, but I believe yeah, that's the sixth man. Wayne Wayne. It's, a, it's, 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 a one of, it's one of the Waynes brothers. Okay, because there, there's another movie involving the Waynes brothers called Sixth yeah, Man. Is, is, oh, it is? is. Okay, yeah, all right. It's confusing. Um, they kidnap the best player on the Jazz to make sure the Celtics can, can win a championship. If you want to do this, we have to go get Jimmy Butler. <laughs> Wait a sec. And I'm almost positive <laughs> he will beat the heck out of us. Like, I don't think we survived this, but if you want to... If you want to do this for the Knicks, I'm in. We go old school style. We get the big black van. We blare Metallica. We roll up with pantyhose over our heads. We throw them in the back, and we just drive away. That's the that's how the Knicks win this, okay? I have this two-and-a-half, three-minute take about how the Knicks culture can change and young fans will view the Knicks differently. Your suggestion, kidnapping. You want to know how we're going to win? Do you want to win or not? You told me to entertain it and try to tell you how to win. Jimmy Butler is going to come out a house on fire in Miami on Friday. Tomorrow, Jimmy Butler goes off. The Butler did it. it Jimmy Buckets, playoff Jimmy. J- Jimmy, Jimmy, y'all. Jimmy, yeah, Jimmy, yay. It's, it's, give him the ball so he can dunk it away. Like, Ooh, it's, that it's was nice be, Thank you. I've been working on it all for three seconds. I, again, I'm not, I'm not going to. You're not I, pro-kidnapping. Yeah. I mean, what if we what if we what if we won? I mean, what if we won? Um, but I'm just saying that's he's gonna go off. Cause again, look up and down the the rock. Tell me, am I first off, am I wrong? Do they they're going to need to do more than they did in this game, and they looked really good in this game for most of it. They're gonna need to do more than 112 points and the and the what they did in this game. Right? Okay. Who's gonna do more? gonna have to be us yeah we're gonna have to go get butler at the airport it's the only, it's the only i mean listen, you and i or are you are you listening right now no i don't know okay. no one else do this okay i'm glad we cleared that up no one else do this this is guys guys is gonna i'm gonna pretend to help him and then i'm gonna run away i've seen some of our social media comments recently on our facebook page especially do not do not go to the airport okay bob on facebook please you're getting a little you're freaking me out on there man a little too real bob these are jokes <laughs> easy, okay buddy. bob these are easy jokes. But but in all in all sincerity, like you know, I just when I heard I heard the the phrase this morning, I was listening to something and they called it emotional hedging. It's when you bet against your favorite team. So who are these people? That's outrageous. That's that's a I don't, they're I don't, not I don't, a competitor. I don't, not not okay, a local. Good. They're not local. They're not local. I don't like that idea of emotional hedging. I, emotional I, I, hedging. It sounds like it's taking the fun out of sports, though. But I, I get the premise of it. It will make it feel less disappointing and less awful when you emotionally hedge. I don't like that, but well, it's like, there's two ways to do it. The one way, you bet against your team, you win no matter what. You know, you they win, your team won. They lose, you got money. 
I the way I emotionally hedge is I just I I don't see how they win. I don't and I know Knicks fans are like you're not a real Knicks fan. I am a real Knicks fan. I've been I've been doing this my whole life, kids. They bring me up and they tear me down. Oh, you're not going to win because Jordan's there. Okay, fine. Oh, Jordan's not there for a little while? Oh, now Hakeem is going to take us out and, and Drexler? Okay, fine. Fine, whatever. Just do it. I don't care. I don't care. Now it's Jimmy Butler. Now it's Jimmy Butler, 75 years old, making the Knicks look just sloppy on Friday. Watch. Just watch it. I'm telling you. I'm telling you. Unless somebody's ready to pester him the entire game. Unless it fully pester. Maybe he needs to get a hold of USX pest control to make sure he's under control non-chemical exclusion is the is the system is the way it works it is so refreshing to have somebody come out to your house and explain all this stuff to you because like i'm now aware of bat season i never was aware of i thought it was like when the new dark knight was going to come out i didn't realize bat season starts in may so this is the time of year when bats start sneaking into your attic and i don't know if you were aware last year i had two bats sneak into my house through the bathroom vent Two, I I got really good at catching bats with lacrosse sticks. Okay, you're not. That's not a skill anyone should have. And thanks to our friends at USX Pest Control, I can put I can put lacrosse stick away. I can just it can just be for playing catch again. That's it's all good. it's for. <laughs> you get your free inspection today by going to USXPest.com. Schedule your free inspection. Tim will come out. He'll walk through the place. He'll explain why things are happening the way they're happening and how they can keep them from ever happening again. Keep the ticks out of your yard, mosquitoes out of your yard. Keep the rodents and everything out of your house. Part of the Gagne family of brands, the parent company of Cat's Eye Pest Control, is now USX Pest Control. Generation Axe Throwing salutes the Capital Region's small businesses and the hardworking employees who make it all possible. The economic impact of these locally owned companies is dramatic. Support your small businesses. Generation Axe Throwing, a haven of happiness. Throwing axes at targets. Who knew it could be so much fun? Continuously voted the best axe throwing in Albany. 90 Fuller Road, Albany. 518-712-7070. Theaxeplace.com. Is your check engine light on? Let our professional parts people scan and diagnose the problem for free. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. I'll, t- I'll text you. Hi, right. Savannah Guthrie and Hoda Kotb, and we've got an incredible week on the Today Show. We do. We got some big surprises in store. We're going to celebrate nurses, and we're going to celebrate teachers and moms. And then this is huge. The Jonas Brothers kick off our city concert series right here live on our plaza. And we've got Diane Keaton, Robert De Niro. We've got Andy Cohen stopping by. It's going to be good. So join us every morning on NBC because every day needs today. Grind Time Training offers training programs for players of all skill levels who want to raise the level of their game. We allow young people to learn the game of basketball, boys and girls up until high school. You can come to the gym every day. Six coaches on staff, all with college-level experience. Offering group and private training, camps and clinics. Grind Time Training is at Vent Fitness in Latham and Gilderland. Call former professional basketball player Will Harris at 518-207-7942. Online at grindtimetraining.com. Check us out on Facebook. Discover credit cards automatically double all the cash back you earn at the end of your first year, which means... Wait, 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 hold up. Question for the audio engineer. Go ahead. Did I read that right? Discover automatically doubles all your cash back? Yeah, that's what the script says. 
So if I get a Discover card right now, I can earn twice the cash back. Apparently. Wait! Unlimited first-year cash back match. Only from Discover. See terms and learn more at discover.com slash match. This is Fox Sports 980 and 95.9 FM. You worked so hard to get the tune. You can let it run for a second. No, no, no. It had a weird intro. I thought it was like a machine going there. This is Prince. It says word up. Yeah. Oh, oh, corn word up. That's right. I'm sorry. Jeez. What's the word now? Word up. I don't think that's a corn original, but. Well, the corn's the better version. You don't have corn? Was cameo? Freak on a leash. Corn. Cameo. I think is the one who did it. Cameo is the service. They had a song called Cameo? The band called Cameo. Oh, I thought that was like I think the... Cameo is when he did Word Up the first. I don't know. I'm My brain is pudding. Um, I, 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 I feel like Word Up was like the Earth, Wind, and Fire. Like, it feels got like a 1970s funk to it. Well, yeah. I mean, there was... Yeah, no. Cameo was the band. Word Up was the song. Wow. And then Korn covered it. Oh, what's the word? Now, Word Up. Um, we got to talk arena football, my friend. Ooh. We okay. got to talk a little arena football. How is the mystery going here? I know a lot of people across the Capital Region have been reaching out to you on via social media at the Jeff Levac on Twitter at Tom Goss T O M G O Z Z the iHeart app Facebook. Uh, if you're listening to the iHeart app, the microphone, you've gotten a lot of comments over the last two weeks. Is it fair of, to say? And and not enough wrong answer only. I gotta be honest with you. Um, at the Jeff Levac at Tom Goss T O M G O Z Z. Um. Not, not enough wrong answers. Like, I like the wrong answer only, who is Antonio LLA. Uh, I, think, I think it's because we all kind of know who it is at this point. I think you kind of – I think uh, maybe not know, but I think we can allege. Is that is that legally? You went to journalism yeah. school. We can allege who it is. Yeah, Big J journalist. Yes, media and society boy from Hobart is now – let's say this. The candidates have lessened. Yeah. We've got a pretty good idea of who it could be. I love the version of it where it's me. I think that's hysterical. It's the perfect crime. It would be so like, but I couldn't, you know, I couldn't do it. I would have to tell people like, I wouldn't be like, all right, I did. It was me. I'm the one who has all this money. Um, I might need it after a week at Disney. Uh, so if you don't know Antonio Brown, if, if you just, if you're just catching up, he has told the entire community, he owns a hundred percent of the Albany empire. That is uh that is a very debatable statement on a lot of different levels. The two debates that we'll address at this moment in time are first the one that he started himself by sending a letter to Abigail Rubel of the Times Union in which he states that Antonio Tavares Brown does not own the Albany Empire. The Antonio, the Antonio L. Allah Express Trust or Enterprise Trust, Enterprise, whatever, that trust that has that other name owns the team. Okay, so that's... That's the first debate. Does does Antonio Brown own it, or does the trust run by Antonio El Ala own the Albany Empire? The other debate, which, as somebody who is close to the situation can tell you, is not a debate. It is 100% factual, is that even if he did personally own his and the shares formerly owned by Mike Corda, which that's a whole other conversation for another day, this thing, this onion's got some layers, 
it would be 95% because 5% belongs to the Von Schiller family of Saratoga. Steve and Charlotte, their son Brady, great people. Charlotte, hysterical, but she has she is a teacher, and she gives off that teacher vibe. When you say something she don't want to hear, you know it, and you go stand in the corner. You don't even have to be told anymore. <laughs> Steve, great guy, great with numbers, big on details, big Empire fans. They bought 5% of the team from Mike Corda in the offseason. <clears throat> Mike has never once offered up their shares or negotiated them out of their shares. They have them. In another article, also by Abigail Rubel of the Times Union, she's covering the bases, you know, crossing T's, dotting the lowercase j's. They discussed the just back and forth of speaking with Antonio Brown and his his staff, his people, his team, if you will, about this 5% ownership. They are being told they don't own anything. Um, they are being harassed in text messages. They are they are being called bad bad words in these text messages. Um, Charlotte says this is pretty horrendous. At this point, I just want to be bought out. All they ever wanted to do was support the team and bring the team into more um, more of the community events. I hate even saying the word community anymore because somebody said it fifty thousand times and has done nothing for the community. His name is Antonio. Allah. I mean Antonio Brown. Um, sorry, slipped there. So. And I will tell you that as a fan, as a season ticket holder, Charlotte was instrumental in getting the team to a bunch of kids' flag football tournaments. So she took that step before she even owned a share of the team. Now she owns a share of the team. They're trying to tell her that, that they don't. They, um, it's, it's just, if you got to read the article, but what it comes down to is the B word, bullying. They are trying to bully them out. There is points where they tell them they don't own, there's no proof that you own any of the team but then attempt to get 5% of the operating cost of the team from them. <laughs> like, you don't own it, but give me forty-five grand. What scares me about the Von Schiller family is not who they are. I get them, although we had a funny joke going with Charlotte and yeah. I that she did scare me for a while, but she was very intense and she was a fan. She was cheering on the umpire. I think towards two years from now, five years from now, ten years from now, and not so much focused on the umpire. I'm talking about Capital Region professional sports in general. I don't want this to be the new standard of, hey, we are super fans. We want to, as a family, invest in something that we think is going to be beneficial. You said the word community. For the community, for the future, whether it's a son, a daughter, a niece, and a nephew, hey, we're sports fans. This is a great way to get them exposure and to learn and to be coached up by athletes. This is great not just for us as an individual family, as a business decision, but also what we can do for the greater good beyond us. Those are all great things to set. I don't want this to be the example of, families in Saratoga or Lake George or Glens Falls or Schenectady or wherever to say, yikes, remember that poor Von Schiller family? Yeah. Remember what happened to them with Antonio Brown? I'm never invested in a team now. Hey, I know, again, just using examples, River Rats, Devils, Patroons, Empire. Hey, they're doing something. Maybe we should get involved. Please, please do not let this weird, odd, strange example of how the Empire have had different business things go down to discourage sports fans, investors to never do this again. This is an outlier. This is not typical Albany. So I hope people hear that message. Like it's awful for what's happened to the Von Schillers 
and what's happened post this. But I don't want this to discourage other people who want to invest in sports, both financially and with time and everything else, not to do it because of this example. This is the first time I've ever heard of something like this since mm-hmm. I moved down to the Campbell region. The best teams in this league have a group of owners. It works on a lot of levels. Like on one, you know, for for the get when you're getting everything going, when you're finding your sponsorships, when you're getting your ticket sales rolling, it's good because you can you can spread the financial hit out over people. You know, so it's like I watched Mike Quarta spend every available dime he had and some that weren't available to make this team work for for two plus years. I watched it happen. I see people talk about debt. The only debt is in the quarter household when it comes to that. The team, any debt the team has incurred since is operating cost, and you pay for that with ticket sales and sponsorships if you treat people right. Um, so that's one, you know. Um, two, the more people you have involved, the more bases you can cover without hiring a gigantic staff that you can't afford. So Mike is a businessman. He understands business. He brings me in. I'm a media guy. I understand media. I, I, I'm an entertainer of some variety. I bring that in. I'm not an owner. I'm a paid employee, but I'm a paid employee of Mike, not the actual team. So Mike's basically donating me on top of the money he's putting in. Charlotte and Steve Von Schiller, now these are community active people. These are these are people who have a son who is playing football, who is doing these. So, so they can reach out to the schools a little bit easier. They can do these things. They can they they have the pipeline to have that conversation. Well then you bring in a Tom Goslowski who's you know whose whose wife is part of the medical community and you can start to work that way. So you bring in you you almost crowdsource the ownership to to make it work better and more efficiently and part of the community. And in the off chance that the business side, myself and Mike, are too busy doing business the community side doesn't get left off because the Von Schillers are handling it. You know, those, that's the beauty of bringing a lot of local ownership in. And that was the game plan before um, Antonio Brown became part of it. But when Antonio became part of it, remember, he sold himself as a member of this community. He talked about growing up here in, in Latham, his, his time at Blue Creek. And it felt like we were bringing in another member of the community just with far more uh, resources, both financial and fame-wise. So, it, and, and, and listen... Football knowledge. The guy's rich because of football. So so all these things were all part of it. The fact that he thinks it's okay to, to, to you know, I'm going to say allegedly just to cover my own butt, but I've seen it all. I've heard it all. I've been actually, if I've seen it and heard it, I don't have to say allegedly, right? Yes. Okay. He's bullying them. His people are bullying them. They're trying to push them out. They're trying to get them to walk away and, and receive nothing in you know for their shares that's what they're attempting to do to this family who's here in our community i know some people don't like me i know some people don't like mike i don't agree with the people don't like mike i completely understand the people don't like me but now it's happening to just a family that took the extra money they had to be a part of something and all they want is that back yeah and it's hard to figure out still after this article that came out today of what the end result is going to be i don't even want to do like a prediction on this i don't want to i hope it works out my hope is that for the benefit of that family that they cut ties they say it was a bad move a bad investment we did our best we thought our intentions were good for this things change that's life let's get out they're in a similar position to what mike was in not the exact same way but the same way it's reached a level where they those those two parties can no longer coexist. 
There's no way to put the toothpaste back in the tube of the words they've called that family, of the things they've accused that family of. There's no way to do that. It's a family. It's not These aren't business people who sit across the table and hear things and don't care. This is a family that happens to be good at business. So they're not going, I can't see a scenario, and I don't think that the other side ever would. I don't think Antonio Brown's crew would ever come back and say, hey, we, we're out of line. We'd like your help. I think there's, it's far more likely they continue to push and try to get them to walk away. There's two ways this ends. One is the, the Von Schiller's walking away either with or without money. Two is Antonio Brown gets so sick of dealing with all this stuff that he leaves. Let's sit on that second one for a second there, because I think it's the most intriguing part, especially for local fans, of there may be people who read this article today, and they say, these two, we'll, we'll group them in as a family, Charlie and Steve Von Schiller, hey, if we want Antonio Brown to be done, we, we just want him to move on, we don't like what's been happening, I don't know how high of a percentage that is for Empire fan or just Capital Region Sports fan. You can always let us know. We talked about social media. We'll keep the phone lines open to you thanks to Elevation 10,000 at 518-690-0980. If you're ready to see Antonio Brown just be done with the Albany Empire, people look at the Von Schiller family and say, okay, if he's gone, then they take over. Then local ownership. Okay, explain that because I think some people might, even I might be a little confused by this. The 95% is not theirs. And nor would they, I, I don't want to speak for them, but in my dealings with them, I would find it very difficult to believe they could put the capital together to own that night. Even if that 95% was handed to them and now they had 100% of the team, that comes with day-to-day cost. Payroll, because they would actually do it. Um, you know, paying for the field each game, doing all these things. Like a lot of the stuff comes out when you, it, you it's reconciled after the game. So the arena will meet you with you after the game, and here's here's how much everything costs. Here's how much money came in. Here's your piece of it. Here's our piece of it. Walk away. But in the meantime, you got to pay a game day staff. You got to pay a team. You got to pay your coaching staff. You got to pay travel. You got to pay uh, food. We, we they feed the players, or at least you're supposed to. Like all these things, that was difficult for Mike to do. And Mike was using money that he had built up over his his life of running a very successful company i told mike not to do it by himself there's no way you could even like if if they ever looked at me for advice i would say don't do it you would need somebody like mike or go back to the old ownership of of 18 and 19 um a hearst a times union media mogul somebody like that to come in and go von schillers you still want to be a part of this you hold your five i'll take the 95 let's ride this out but a lot of damage has been done this year too so i don't know I don't know if the money will be there to support you. They, I've heard reports that sponsors who have been with this team from the beginning have not had great reactions from the conversations they've had with that with with the team that's approached them since. So okay. there's a lot to it. I, I I don't think I don't think any single family that is that lives within a normal normal budget could handle this. Well, when I hear the terms family and take over and can someone else no longer be there, maybe it's because I'm a fan of the show Secession. And the whole yeah, this Br- ain't this ain't this no. Ain't, yeah, it's not the British monarchy. We're like, hey, who's next in line? This if- ain't Roy Star money, buddy. No, no. Nah, Kendall Roy's not going to take over or Shiv or I'm an episode I behind. Like, I don't even know. I now. feel like Kendall Roy a couple seasons ago already has taken over. Oh, okay. um, <laughs> all right, because it, it made sense in my mind. Like, okay, if there's three, again, Steve, Charlotte, we'll say the Von Schillers, we'll call it one. One, 
and then another one. If one goes down, as you just laid out, it's not as simple as that. Just because they also own the team, there's a 95% out there that, as you just put, we'll call it the infrastructure of the franchise needs to be figured out. So if people are rooting against Antonio Brown to step aside or move on or sell the team, whatever way you want to phrase that, it is not as simple as he goes and then the team goes back in local ownership's hands. Not that simple. Okay. It it would have to be negotiated through people with with greater means you know and 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 again there's so so much has happened like i can't imagine someone i could see somebody stepping at the end of this season and potentially saying hey if you'd like to leave i'd be more than happy to work with you on making that happen but you fired five captains you you fired you released you locked out of their rooms and released the top of the top talent in this league the the reason i even like sam castronova the the mvp of the championship game was just introduced as the jacksonville sharks quarterback like we knew it was happening but the pictures are out there i love sam it hurts me to see him in another uniform but him and jason gibson down there in jacksonville is gonna be pretty interesting i don't want to phrase this to offend you this is not the way i, I think it's the yeah, best way like okay is the wound still too fresh for me to ask this question of the longer this goes on here, Antonio Brown is the 95% owner of the Albany Empire. May, June, July, more games to be played. Is there ever going to be a point, if it already hasn't happened now, where, let's say, outside ownership, whoever it might be, this alleged arena football league revival, another indoor football league, whatever it might be, that the Albany market becomes too toxic because of this? Like, the longer and longer this goes, do other potential investors just stay away from Albany? And that may not be easy to answer or even possible to answer on May 11th. Yeah, May 11th, 2023. Do you have any feel for that, or is it far too early to answer that question? Jeff, the businessman, can't answer it. Jeff, the fan, can, right? So, Gaz, the the announcer, the color commentator, you can't answer it. But guys, the fan can. Can something happen this year that makes you never want to go to another Empire game? Because if that happens, if we hit that point where, and again, we never got everybody back from 18 and 19. We never got everybody back from 99 when the Firebirds won it all. If we, if we hit a point where there's no way you can put at least five to 6,000 people in that arena for every game, then it's too toxic and you can't do it. That, that's the real number you're looking at. I'd love to get back to the 9,000, 10,000 a game that we had in 18 and 19. You want that, you don't need that. You need four to 6,000 people in that arena for every single home game. And if that happens, you can lose just enough money to counteract the money you make in your other businesses. 3,000 or less, you're going to lose so much money that it's not worth it unless you get a lot of these owners, a lot of these sponsorships who come in and everybody's willing to lose a little piece of that money and then continue to build back the trust of the community. It all comes down to the trust. Of the community. Can, can you salvage the trust of the community between now and the end of this season? Because if you can do that, if he can do that, because who knows he's, he's, he's kicked off. He's done things that nobody really honestly thought he was gonna be able to do. He can continue to bring this back. He could actually turn this whole thing around. He could cut the Von Schillers a, a, a check of some variety or come to some kind of agreement 
where they're happy and they come around and go, hey, everybody, we have no beef right now. Mike Corder went on multiple news outlets locally yesterday and said, keep going to the games. We need this team. We need this brand. Support the players. Support support the team. Forget who's running it. doesn't matter. Go. If people keep going, it'll always be worth doing. 99 to 2018 to 2019 to 2023. So many different variables of what's changed over the course of that, too. You're a Raider fan who watched your team move from Los Angeles, Oakland, Vegas. Apples and oranges comparison of why that franchise moved. Same thing with St. Louis and the Rams and San Diego and the Chargers to L.A. All different variables of why things have happened with that franchise in particular. It can go through the list. And same with the Empire here. That last part you mentioned there about the fan base, and that's really the question. And I agree with you that as a business person, it's too hard to answer. And even as a fan, not knowing what you can expect weekend in and weekend out, how to answer those questions. Because, look, there's a chance that a month from now, a star NFL player who used to be in the league is on the field. Yeah. Well, that's kind of cool. Wait, so once those coming? I kind of want to see that. There is What's some- to stop the star NFL player who owns the team yeah. from going on the field? Yeah, there is something about the deep core of sports is it is still entertainment and if people find something to be entertaining the circus is i guess a too strong of a comparison but you know what i mean by that there are some well, type I, say, of, I say that all the time the circus sells tickets too right right like concerts sporting events movies tv shows there is still a form of entertainment to the base core of this and if you are entertained by what you're going to spend your money on it can still be entertaining and can still make money so sure yeah yeah, and again, it's it's you can speculate, um, but you really can't you can't you can't always predict this market in particular. Like, it's a very interesting market. Like, if you told me that we would so fast regain the support that we had when we went off the air, you know, over two years ago, I would say you're out of your mind. But thank you, everybody. You've been great since we've been back to the point where. I'm starting to get a big head and act like a jerk around here. I pushed <laughs> Alan Green, the sales rep, into a, into the, into a garbage can. Did you? Today. Yeah. Just, He's I, a tall guy. Yeah. It was a big garbage can. I, I brought it special. I brought it right from Texas. Sell for me, nerd. Yeah. Yeah. And it was like, and I, I was like, I don't even know why I did that. Alan, you're amazing. You're a great guy. And, and I helped him out, but it's still, it's just happening. Um, but no, if, if it, it really comes down to the fans, like with all this, the, with all the crap that's been happening and listen, I'm not innocent in it. I'm, I'm so angry with one person. I can't understand why he gets away with the things he gets away with. I've, I've hurt the team. I have. I'm trying to do better about it, but I just, it's hard for me because I don't want to see people I care about get hurt, and that's what's happening. But when I watch the Empire play, I want them to win. When I see Patton out there making big catch after big catch after big catch, and I'm in a group chat. With all the players that are in Orlando right now and some that are in Jacksonville, Sam, how dare you? Um, it really, everybody goes like, man, Patton looks great. Or, man, you see that block from Hardy? Or, you know what I mean? They all, they still root for their guys. They really do. So it's, I want people to go to the games, but I want people to pay attention to what is being done to the people in our community by a guy who says he's here to help our community because it's ridiculous. LeVac and Gaz, 95.9 FM, 9.80 AM, Fox Sports Radio. Make sure you grab the iHeart app. And uh, I'm going to tell you something right now. I am shot out of a cannon. I slept amazing. Window open, little breeze. 
mouthpiece from Integrative Sleep Center in that keeps my airway open so the snoring is under control, the the sleep apnea. Um, you know, apparently, I didn't know this, not a doctor. It's bad when you stop breathing a lot. I thought that was, you know, listen, I was sleeping. I thought it didn't matter. Um, I, I like you know, a little sleeping beauty, beauty or or. Or Bluey, yeah, that's fine. Bluey, I think it's pronounced. Yeah, yeah sleeping booty. Um, it was. I would stop breathing a lot in my sleep. My snores were so loud that, like, the neighbor would knock on the door and be like, "Hey, I'm you know trying to sleep." I'm like, "Wow, you live two blocks over." He's like, "I know," um, but the mouthpiece fixes all that. The snoring is so much quieter. The breathing continues, and I sleep great. I get real rest, and it's all thanks to Doctor Fred Dreer. And the Integrative Sleep Center in Boston Spa, 518-885-6185, 518-885-6185. Dr. Fred Dreer and the Integrative Sleep Center in Boston Spa, they're helping me sleep better, they'll help you sleep better too. This report is sponsored by Dairy Queen. Some volume in Clifton Park on the eastbound side of 146 as you come into the Northway. The Northway itself really not too bad. Route 9, some volume coming into Clifton Park right near 146. Alternate 7, 787, I-90 in the Thruway in good shape. Collar City Bridge, Manans Bridge, a little sluggish heading into Troy. From the WGY Price Chopper Market 32 Traffic Center, I'm Mike Barker. DQ presents the sound of summer calling. Hey, it's me, Summer. You gotta get to DQ for the new Summer Blizzard menu, like new peanut butter pie. De Niro. We've got Andy Cohen stopping by. It's going to be good. So join us every morning on NBC because every day needs today. Kanowski Agency Incorporated reminds you that Memorial Day is coming up. No nation in history has afforded its people the tremendous opportunities and freedom that we enjoy as Americans. Salute those who sacrificed to guard and preserve this great heritage. The men and women of America's armed forces. This Memorial Day tribute is from Kanowski Agency Incorporated. Insuring within our community since 1959. With two locations to better serve you. 108 North Perry Street, Johnstown. 478 Locust Avenue, Amsterdam. KanowskiAgency.com. It's Macy's Mother's Day sale. Take an extra 25% off great gifts for every mom with your coupon or Macy's card. Like dresses, shoes, and more she'll love, 25 to 40% off. Or shop specials like 55 to 65% off robes, towels, and more bath accessories. And fragrance gift sets from her favorite brands like Carolina Herrera, Estee Lauder, and more. Give love, give style, now at Macy's. Savings off sale and clearance prices, exclusions apply. Now back to LeVac and Gaz on 95.9 and 9.80 AM Fox Sports Radio. That's a good tune. I was, I was kind of, I was kind of vibing. This music drives me nuts. Yeah, you're not good at that part. No, of it. it's it's a whole different layout, and our podcast audience barely knows what we're talking about. But that's okay. But it's, it, you know, listen, I it's not smooth. Technically I, speaking, you are better at running the board than I thought you'd be. Um, but you're still not good at it. Like you're better than I thought you'd be. But like, you know, but you're getting there. You got the power of the phone. People call and 
You hang up on them. I love that. That's fun to listen to. The Elevation 10,000 phone lines, 518-690-0980. I've decided after that break, this is how we're playing music from now on. We're just going to go like this. It's going to come back like this. Yep. And then like they teach you in radio, you on it slowly down. It's, yeah, it's called fade out. I, I, you haven't been fading it? What have you been doing No, the, nobody cares about the tech of this board. There's a code on here that locks in the music. It's, nobody cares about that except us. But yes. There you go. It's I think bothering they care you. when they hear me like freak out because it just vanishes. Um, NFL schedule comes out tonight, 8 o'clock. But we already know a bunch of games. We've had some leakage. Yes, there's definitely some leakage. Um, a lot of games are out. I think, you know, it's it's interesting. You know, we, got this, we know the season opener. By the way, if you don't want to know, it's Lions-Chiefs. Um Season over is going to be Lions Chiefs on NBC. There's a 9 11 game. We got the London games already. We got the Germany games. Uh, we have, there's a, a Black Friday game. There's the Christmas game. The, how about the Raiders Chiefs on Nickelodeon? If there was one game all year, I could guarantee you was going to have a fight. I think it's that one. Wait, 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 what? Well, you know, like the whole ring around the. So the Raiders. The Ra- when the Raiders beat the Chiefs the last time, they like drove around Arrowhead like blaring music and stuff. When um, last year, when the Chiefs were just annihilating the Raiders, they did that ring around the Rosie when they broke the huddle to mock the driving around the arena. They did that stuff. Um, last year, earlier in the year, the Raiders being punks were standing or standing on the the Arrowhead logo, being jerks before the game. Like it's becoming that rivalry again. It's chippy, and now it's going to be on Nickelodeon. How that how that looks on the transcript of this show here is going to be like Nickelodeon. You know that's a fight. That's right. how that's how it originally right. sounded when you said it. Well, like, whoa, whoa, whoa! I just imagine Patrick over there. I don't know. SpongeBob looks really bad from where I'm sitting. <laughs> Austin Hooper just poked a guy in the eye. Um, Poor Noah Eagles got to explain to the kids. Well, they're just you know how you and your siblings wrestle sometimes. They're just doing that with their fists right now to their face. Hey, hey kids, you love SpongeBob. Well, that's called a fish hook. Aye, aye, Captain! <laughs> um, it's, it's, just, it's just an interesting game, the Raiders-Chiefs Christmas Day on Nickelodeon. Like, And you can watch it on ABC, too, but you might as well just watch it on Nickelodeon, right? I'm surprised that Nickelodeon got a Christmas Day game. Why wouldn't they? Don't they have, like, specialized cartoons on Nickelodeon for that? Wouldn't they have, like, Bob the Builder or Peppa Pig? I feel Earlier like, in the day, you know? I feel like... Cartoon stations like that, that's got to be like one of their top three rated days of the year. One o'clock in the afternoon on Christmas, you're worried about, you know, gosh, you got to spend a little time with your kid, okay? You can't just put them in front of the babysitter slash Nickelodeon at one o'clock on Christmas, you can't, okay? You can't pump out some Christmas movies for those kids on It your- is going to be a Christmas movie. It's going to be the Raiders beating the Chiefs, baby. Come on now. I want Peppa Pig. Where's Peppa? Uh. You got so many problems. Not, not me. The kids. You. That was the kids saying they wanted Peppa no, Pig. No, I have never heard anyone besides you call for Peppa Pig so much. You always would talk about Peppa Pig. I'm a fan of her work. She's very impressive. You know she's not real bacon, right? Like, you can't, we can't make a BLT out of her. I would never do that to Peppa Pig. I would, if I could. Her brother's name's George. Big dinosaur guy. <laughs> I'm a big dinosaur guy. Um, how about the first ever... Tommy Brady game. Are you excited? Are you fired up? For Buccaneers Patriots? The season opener for the for the Pats. 
will be in honor of Tom Brady. It's the Tom Brady game. Robert Kraft said it on Good Morning Football today. Quote, the greatest player in the history of the game played right here in Foxborough. And I'm happy to tell you, I invited him back to come here and be with us for the opening game, the Tommy game. Tommy Brady in front of everybody at Foxborough. Hang on, hang on. We got to back up here. I think this is a bigger deal than I realized when this was originally talked about on Good Morning Football this morning. So if Robert Kraft is inviting Tom Brady back to the game in Foxborough, exciting week one, 2023, when I hear that, does that mean he's being honored in some way? Yes, it's a Tommy Brady game. So like, is his number being retired? Is a statue being built? Are they renaming the field? I know that sounds a little excessive. We're not there yet. Okay. Be, this is the this is from the Patriots Twitter account. Be here when we celebrate the goat, but they do the little goat emoji. Enter for a chance to win tickets to the home opener. It's a graphic of thank you Tom game sweepstakes. Enter to win two tickets to the home opener at Gillette Stadium, featuring a special halftime ceremony honoring Tom Brady. We've done some detective work over the last week or so. Let's do a little detective work again here. Do you think those things I'm talking about, the Jersey retirement? potential renaming of the field statue and you know how i feel about statues of living people it's very bizarre but nonetheless would all of that happen post belichick like is that why they're not mm. doing any of this stuff because of the awkward storyline taking away well, we from what, what it could be we don't know what they're gonna do yet yeah this is the beginning now now we know there's a party we don't know you know if it's catered we don't know if you know there's a band we know there's a party thank you Tommy. Tommy Brady, thank you for everything you did for us. We appreciate you. We're going to light a mob red in your honor. All right. This is just an easy PR move. Hey, hey, season yeah. tickets are here. We just need something to promote for week one. Tom Brady's going to show up. It could be a simple and e- Maybe I'm overthinking the whole thing. Possibly. Well, and there's also the other. Please please retire for real this time. Please. Seriously. We're, ser- we're seriously tired of seeing you embarrass us. Or, or play for us. Don't, yeah, don't no, no, we don't even need that. We got Mac. No. Mac Jones. Who would you take right now? 2023 right now? week one. This just moment? just for this season. I'm not talking five years from now, three years from now. To play football? To play football for the Patriots 2023. Would you take Mac Jones or Tom Brady? Well, you know, it's, it's Tom Brady. Okay. But I love Tom. He's he's beautiful. He's, he, listen, I've felt this way about a man before. Not that there's anything wrong with that. I love Tom Brady. Um, he's Mark got Wahlberg stuff. is there already. Mark Wahlberg's already in his seats. Camping out? Yeah. I'm not leaving until Tommy plays. Um, yeah, no, and, and it's I think it's all the things. But I, I would think this means he actually is retired because if there's one person I think he would actually confide in about it, it's probably Kraft. It's good for selling tickets. Anybody who's been to Foxborough, they know that it's like there's nothing. There's just like a road through the desert, and then all of a sudden it's a, a city around a football field. It's, it's, there's restaurants and bars and stores, TB12, you know, all those things. I can imagine sometime between now and when we actually do have this wonderful game for Tom announcing a statue. Maybe, you know, you know how they got the flame for Al Davis after he passed away over there in Vegas? We're just going to have a, a tall mob red. It's always lit. <laughs> in honor of Tommy. And Tommy. Or, you know, maybe a steaming cup of Duncan. You never know. Whatever Tom wants, that's what we'll do. <laughs> Avocado Duncan. That'll be great. Like it's, I think you will, you'll see they'll do something. They will. I'm jumping to more conclusions here too. Now, hearing this story and potentially the honors that you've laid out there, LeFac. Yeah. Is the broadcasting thing done for Brady now? 
No, he's taking a year and he's going to do it, he said. I'm starting to think he's not doing it. Nah, he's going to do it because it's a lot of money. You know, Tom wants to do it. It is a lot of money. And, uh, you know, Tommy will do it. It'll be great. It's Tommy. I've read some reports now that Brady, if he's going to do it, he has to have the Tom Brady mentality. So he has to be super <laughs> aggressive, all in, have it consume his life. Which way does it go? Does it is it it's it's Tommy? So whatever he does is great, or is it's Tommy? So nothing he does will ever be good enough. Yeah, I think it's the second one. We saw Tony Romo come under heat this season just because he has a huge contract, and Joe Buck and Troy Aikman. This is what happens when people. Dave Chappelle might have had this figured out twenty years ago. Once the big fat contract comes, all of a sudden the big fat criticism comes with it. Maybe yeah. some artists figure that out, and that's why they don't want to sell out and all the other nonsense you've heard over decades plus. But maybe Brady just doesn't want to do it. Now, common sense, common sense tells me, guys, make a prediction. A human being on planet Earth is being offered $200 million. Do you think they will or will not take the money? I will say yes, they will take the money. That seems like the right answer to take. But yeah. every indication from Andrew Marshan at the New York Post from this stuff, from Brady really not being, let's say, analytically active, like he's not giving takes about teams on Twitter yet, there's nothing pointing to that actually happening besides $200 million. Mm, well, and he said he's going he's gonna to take time and he's going to go do it. But I, I guess I guess when it comes to you, at first I thought he's so charismatic it'll work, right? I thought he could just sit there and do it. But the – the thought of him actually saying something negative about another team, I don't know if he could. I don't know if he'll do that. And the Patriots, especially. Oh, he said no. The, the well, you know, I, he could do that if he had to. If he does it, he'll do it for everyone. But is it negative to say what someone's doing wrong? Like, if I just if he's just because that's I think that's one of the things people don't like about Romo, is Romo almost never actually trashes anyone. He'll go oh no or something like that, but it's always kind of there's never any anger behind it. Let me, let me do this for you, okay? Michael Jordan was never an analyst because it would have felt weird if he was ever criticizing the Bulls. Magic Johnson has, and it's always been like a headline in L.A. when he criticized the Lakers. Yankee fan, won't it be weird if Jeter criticizes the Yankees on Fox? Won't that be a headline by itself? I Or maybe it depends on the criticism, I, I right? Try, well, it's, you got, everybody's got to have a story. Is Should it be a headline? No. I mean, if he does something like... Like Anthony Volpe, if he goes out there and he's doing something and then Jeter goes, that guy's not me. That guy sucks. He'll never be me. I'm taller, better looking. Like something like that. If Brady went out and was like, Belich I carried Belichick. Mac Jones stands no chance because he's not me. Those kind of things. But just but just saying flat out that, you know, this is this or that's that, I I don't no, I think it'll be all right. Fair criticisms, okay. Yeah, yes, exactly. And people will try to make them bigger, you know, but I don't think it, I don't think that'll be a, a big problem. Um, I will tell you that if your problem is that you just don't know how to get your message out, you don't know how to get the right apparel for your company, you don't maybe you don't even know what you need to elevate your brand. You one hundred percent need Elevation Ten Thousand, soup to nuts, top to bottom, start to finish, whatever you're looking to do. They're the brand builder. They they're going to help you with all of it. Uh, I worked with them on many, many facets, whether it be, you know, vinyl signs, digital marketing, video production, apparel, they, they, all right there for you. And they're in their hometown. They're right here locally for us. Elevation 10,000 is 
great at all this stuff. They made the team store for the Empire, and then they can also make like a like a private website store for your staff's apparel. So your staff can go and just order sizes, designs, all that stuff, have it all go right through the website, and then boom, it's shipped out, and you're good to go. These are the kind of things that they can do that I never thought of until I started working with Elevation 10,000. Elevate your brand with Elevation 10,000. This report is sponsored by Tax.